the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Congressional Democrats advance their spending agenda. For us, it's just about getting the reconciliation bill done, voted on, the Senate agreed on, all of those things. While New York's governor advances the gospel of the COVID vaccine. God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, September 28th. I'm Rich Thomason. We asked and you responded. Just a few weeks ago, one of America's leading nonprofit law firms, First Liberty Institute, asked patriots like you to sign their letter to help stop President Biden's radical scheme to pack the U.S. Supreme Court. Since then, a quarter of a million people have signed on, with tens of thousands joining their coalition every day. Franklin Graham, former U.S. Attorney General Ed Meese, Dr. James Dobson, the Family Policy Alliance, the Heritage Foundation, they're all on board. But we only have until September 29th to include your name before this goes to the Biden Commission. Look, if we don't stop the radical left from installing four more justices so they can rig the system in their favor, it will end the rule of law as we know it in America. Please sign your name now. Go to Supreme Coup, that's C-O-U-P dot com, to sign First Liberty's letter. That's SupremeCoup.com. God bless America. Senate Republicans have blocked a bill to keep the U.S. government funded while also suspending the government's debt ceiling. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. For more than two months since July, Republicans have been clear about where we stand. We're willing to work together to keep the government open. We're not willing to help Democrats raise the debt ceiling while they write a reckless taxing and spending spree of historic proportions behind closed doors. Democrats control the entire government, the Senate, the House, the White House. They intend to sideline Republicans and go it alone to slam American families with historic tax hikes and borrowing. So they will need to raise the debt limit on a partisan basis as well. And they've known that for two months now. Democrats vow to try again later in the week. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer saying that if the government defaults, it will be the Republicans' fault. I want to make sure everyone understands exactly what has happened here on the Senate floor. The Republican Party has now become the party of default, the party that says... America doesn't pay its debts. Just a minute, says Republican Dan Sullivan of Alaska, pointing to President Biden's proposed $3.5 trillion spending bill, a budget buster that he says would fundamentally alter the character of the nation. The federal government will be involved in all facets of every single American life from birth to death. 
one of the biggest tax and spend programs, certainly since President Johnson's Great Society or President Roosevelt's New Deal. Hanging tough, Republicans insist they will not vote on raising the debt ceiling. They will not vote yes if Democrats keep it tethered to a massive spending bill. If they're doing this solely by themselves with no transparency, then our Democratic friends should be solely responsible for raising the debt ceiling to accommodate it. They control all branches of government. The majority leader clearly knows they could fix that right now. They're creating their own crisis, and they can solve it. Meanwhile, over on the House side of Congress, Speaker Nancy Pelosi has moved a vote on a trillion-dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill to later in the week as Democrat leaders work to shore up support for the measure. Democrats also pushing ahead with the massive $3.5 trillion social safety net and climate change bill, which will likely be pared down. Speaking to reporters while getting a COVID booster shot, the president says he is anticipating more progress on his agenda. You know me, I'm a born optimist. I think things are going to go well. I think we're going to get it done. And uh, but, uh, I have meetings uh, tonight, tomorrow, and uh, for the next little bit. There has been mistrust between progressives and so-called moderate Democrats when it comes to the reconciliation bill, which is viewed as a representation of the president's Build Back Better agenda and infrastructure program. Although the infrastructure passed with Republican votes last month in the Senate, Republican leadership in the House will be whipping votes against the bill. President Biden got his booster shot days after federal regulators recommended a third dose of the Pfizer vaccine for Americans 65 and older. Mr. Biden is 78 and approved the third dose for others with pre-existing medical conditions or those who work in high-risk jobs. Others will come later, maybe, I assume. But the Pfizer vaccine are safe and effective. They've had all the data they need. He says the administration's priority remains getting more Americans to take their first doses of the vaccine. Boosters are important, but the most important thing we need to do is get more people vaccinated. The vast majority of Americans are doing the right thing. Over 77% of adults have gotten at least one shot. About 23% haven't gotten any shots. And that, uh, that distinct minority is causing an awful lot of us, uh, uh, an awful lot of damage for the rest of the country. New York's Governor Kathy Hochul bringing a pro-vaccine message to a church over the weekend, addressing congregants from the pulpit. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. Under a mandate from New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, teachers have until Friday to get vaccinated or they're fired. Three-judge panel of the Second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upholding de Blasio's vaccine requirement. One religious leader skeptical of coronavirus vaccines is on the mend slowly following about with COVID. A high-ranking Roman Catholic cardinal who was placed on a ventilator after contracting COVID-19 says his recovery is going slowly. 
Cardinal Raymond Burke, one of the church's most outspoken conservatives and a vaccine skeptic, posted a letter on his website saying he left the hospital and moved into a house near his family. Burke had spoken out against mandatory vaccines in 2020, saying some in society want to plant microchips in people. The Pope removed Burke from his position overseeing the Vatican's Supreme Court after Burke in 2014 likened the church to a ship with no rudder. I'm Walter Ratliff. Pfizer CEO Dr. Albert Borla says it's a question of days, not weeks, before the company submits data to regulators for federal authorization of the COVID vaccine for young children. Pfizer said last week its vaccine works for that age group and that it tested a much lower dose that's already available for anyone 12 and older. The company said that after children age 5 to 11 got their second dose, They developed coronavirus-fighting antibody levels just as strong as teenagers and young adults getting the regular strength shots. Pfizer CEO said Sunday that if the FDA approves the company's application, we will be ready with our manufacturing to provide this new formulation of the vaccine. I'm Julie Walker. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says the nation's business economists expect slower economic growth this year because of the coronavirus Delta variant. In a new survey, the National Association of Business Economists now expects full-year economic growth of 5.6%. That's down from its previous forecast for 6.7% growth. At the same time, economists believe the U.S. economy could improve more quickly next year as vaccinations become more accepted. They also predict inflation should remain at elevated levels through the rest of the year. Daybreak Insider's Eric Cudd says California Governor Gavin Newsom has signed legislation changing the state's election and health care privacy laws. The Los Angeles Times says California has now made voting by mail permanent. It's now the eighth state in the nation with a law on the books requiring every voter to be mailed a ballot. The law takes effect in January and provides a symbolic counterweight to a handful of other states where access to voting could be significantly curtailed before the 2022 election. This contrast is what California Governor Gavin Newsom highlighted announcing the signature on the bill, one likely to be echoed by Democrats across the country. California's new law requires ballots to be mailed to all voters for statewide elections in the months of June and November. Also, the Washington Examiner says Governor Newsom signed two bills that allow patient information to remain confidential for patients who are not the primary policyholder for the health insurance. Now, this applies namely to children. The health care services patients can keep confidential include reproductive health care and gender-affirming care, namely abortions and any sex change operation. Newsom's signing of the twin bills comes just one week after he handedly defeated a recall effort on September the 14th. That election is set to cost taxpayers roughly $276 million. <laughs> And finally this morning, Israel's new prime minister tells the U.N. that Iran's nuclear program has hit a watershed moment, adding that words do not stop centrifuges from spinning. In his maiden U.N. speech, Naftali Bennett made no mention of Israel's decades-long conflict with the Palestinians and instead sought to portray Iran as a menace to global society. Bennett appealed to the international community to stand together against Iran, accusing Tehran of marching toward the development of a nuclear weapon and threatening to act alone if the world does not take action. After four inconclusive elections in two years, 
years when it succeeded Benjamin Netanyahu in June by forming a diverse coalition of small and mid-sized parties spanning the Israeli political spectrum. I'm Charles Duladesma. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again tomorrow. I'm Rich Thomason. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.